And again, we've been approaching this in a very similar fashion to Shopify in that you know, we, were, we don't want to be experts in, in every single field. Uh, we've got our core thing, which is subscription billing. So we spent a lot of time, particularly the last 18, 24 months, identifying which technologies people are using, why they are, and where we can organically connect with them. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we are dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I'm your host, Annette Grant. And we believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you are struggling to scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. And let's get on with the show. On this episode of Honest E-Commerce, we talked to Rob Barr, the lead of partnerships and enterprise sales at Recharge, a subscription billing platform for Shopify. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm sitting here next to Annette Grant, who's smiling ear to ear. And today, we welcome to the show a subscriptions expert, Rob Barr from Recharge Payments. So Rob, what makes you so experty at subscriptions. <laughs> that was a terrible word. We're going to keep it. <laughs> and I'm smiling because I'm excited to talk to you, Rob, <laughs> and learn about subscriptions. No, I, I like the experty term. So for myself, I've been with Recharge now for just over three years. When I joined, we're a very small team of five. We've now since scaled up. We're to around 75. So with that, you know, really seen the trajectory of both Recharge and also just subscriptions in general on Shopify in particular. Uh, and just seeing how it spanned away from just you know, smaller merchants on Shopify, testing out the model, uh, kind of transitioning over to you know these huge um, conglomerates and you know brand new direct consumer brands coming into the space, and really taking this to a whole new scale. So just having visibility in the last three years, I feel uh, gives you some expertly skills in, in the arena. Do you want to um, let our listeners know, give a brief description of Recharge and what it does for the Shopify store owners? Sure. Um, so I'm sure, as everyone on Shopify knows, they try and give you around 80% of what you need to run the business out of the box. But there are those nuances and particular elements to a business that they don't offer out of the box directly. And with that, they tend to rely upon a kind of 20% model with uh, experts in the relative fields. Uh, and that is everything from you know, the platforms that they can plug into. And also, as with the Chaser from Electrikai, also the agency side as well. And for Recharge, we actually came out of an agency uh, about five, six years ago. And part of that agency was looking at new areas on Shopify where the core offering wasn't covering or giving the merchants the, the best experience. Uh, and there was no, and there still is no recurring billing tooling um, within the Shopify platform. It's all external. Uh, and so with that, we're the only Shopify Plus technology partner for recurring billing. Uh, and so with Recharge, we handle the entire subscription lifecycle for both subscriber, and also for merchants who want to offer a recurring revenue model on their storefront, you know, be it a subscription-only box, or alternatively, that kind of consumable subscribe-and-save model. Absolutely. So I feel that... And you can give me... This is just my opinion here. But I feel like the subscription model, uh, maybe a bit more in the past uh, year or so, like was not gimmicky, but definitely like a buzz term in the e-commerce space. Do you feel that you saw like an uptick of stores branching out from their traditional uh, model and adding in like a subscription thing? 
Yeah, there's definitely been a range of that. We're also seeing certain brands transition, whereas before they were you know, one-time purchase first. Now the primary objective, uh, and it's all, all the call to actions are around subscription by default, uh, or even brands whereby the only option to purchase is through a subscription model. Arguably, they're our largest merchant base out there, uh, but also relatively new since, as you say, it's um, historically seen as quite gimmicky. Uh, a lot of it was down to the fact that tech stacks historically were very um, kind of opaque for both the subscriber, you know, very difficult to navigate, cancel, control, edit. And the same for the merchants as well, when a good experience. But now that's changed. So we can give you know, the subscriber and the merchant a great experience out of the box. So it removes that barrier to entry and also a lot of the fear uh, about setting up a subscription business. And did you say, is Recharge only for Shopify Plus store owners or is it available to everyone? Uh, we are available to everyone. Okay. Um, of Shopify Plus merchants, we're the only tool that's gone through the the plus vetting process, things like scale, stability, etc. Okay, great. Just wanted to confirm that. Yes, I've actually used Recharge on quite a few client applications uh, this year uh, already. So uh, it's a great platform. Uh, and again, I say this every time I have like an app partner on. It's not paying me to say this. Uh, I, I'm trying <laughs> to bring quality to the people. And so with my store, if you want to... Could you give me some... Give us some examples of the most uh, successful new subscription models you've seen recently? Kind of disruptors. Yeah, of course. I think it spans into two areas. One is kind of the expectant model, and then ones where it's kind of a bit of a curveball for us as well. I'd say on the expectant side, if you're a consumable brand and you really want to look at best practice for how to approach things like incentivizing subscription over a one-time purchase, looking at things like incentivized trial flows, I would say Dr. Axe are a fantastic example of uh, a merchant doing that at scale. Can you can you spell um, that Dr. Axe? Is that what you said? Yeah. Like A-X-E? Doctor and then A-X-E, yeah. Okay, check that out. And a similar vein, uh, My Lola, they're a very new brand. They're only, let's say, two, three years old. They've come in to kind of transform the feminine hygiene space with you know, natural products, uh, getting away from concepts of you know highly chemical, traditional model. And again, it's subscription only, but then they've really optimized the idea of the customer narrative. So how do you truly engage with your consumer base and transform it from a transactional experience where you're just buying a product one or two times from them, but you are a part of the business, it's conversational, it's more of a partnership between consumer and merchant. And that's all driven by the subscription model. So uh, driving that conversation wherever they can and, and that engagement. And that is amazing. So I kind of have a sidebar question. <laughs> Do you feel that Amazon, with their introduction of the subscri- subscribe and save model, kind of helped increase that uh, that's accept- acceptance into the public and like kind of maybe help these businesses kind of use that model to their advantage? Absolutely. Um, I mean, Amazon's where they are because they're smarter what they do. I mean, to the point now where you know a lot of our default you know, terminology that we use is around subscribe and save since it's just so embedded now in the consumer mindset. It just makes sense. And so yeah, I think that's driven also a lot of trust as well. So the consumer base, they understand now that what the model is, how it works, they can edit, they can cancel, they have control, which I think Amazon has done a great job of. And uh, I think also interestingly, and this ties into this idea of the curveball I mentioned earlier, is... Amazon's still pushing new boundaries in subscriptions. So Amazon Prime, where you're subscribing or becoming a member for something that 
and isn't necessarily a physical product that arrives on a certain frequency, you're more becoming a member to get access to fringe benefits. We're now seeing that being adopted as well by our consumer base. So a great example of this is company Freshly Picked, where it's uh, it's got a high-end Charles Moccasin, which historically we just said is not a great fit for subscription. But what they've done is implemented a membership model where you sign up, any money you pay towards membership accrues as credit. So you can use it at any time. But more interestingly, you get early access to new products, the product line to their launch, uh, free shipping on any purchase. Um, it's going to get that gated access and community that you don't get by being a single transactional consumer. That's a a great idea that I haven't really... I don't use utilize that in my store, but that is smart to get that that early access. Besides um, Dr. Axe, MyLola, what are some other merchants that are just doing a great job of optimizing their subscription channels that our listeners could go to and kind of check out what they're doing? Sure. I mean, I think a good example right now is Bulletproof Coffee. They're doing a great job of approaching subscriptions in a very personalized way. So you go through, through that purchase flow, you're building out a, a bundling products that are really aligned with your needs. I think a, a similar merchant as well that I you know, really enjoy the A, the, the purchase experience is a company called We Are Ladder. It's actually founded by Arnold Schwarzenegger and LeBron James as their protein brand. And again, very similar flow where you're not going through self-identifying a product you want to purchase. They're taking you through a kind of a quiz whereby you say, you know, you know I'm a male, female, this age bracket, this is how active I am. Is my goals. And with that, they give you kind of a curated experience and say, these are the products, the frequencies that we think are most aligned with you. Um, and then beyond that, again, really tying in that conversational narrative whereby they don't just treat you as a consumer, they know who you are. So they're targeting you with very appropriate content. They're upselling you with the appropriate product where necessary. So I think they're both really good examples of really optimized subscription purchase flows. But also, again, that ongoing relationship and how that's being handled. And is um, recharge? Is it only subscription on physical product? Is there any digital product at all? Um, I mean, historically, we've very much been a physical product uh, service. Okay. Um, reason just being that Shopify itself <laughs> naturally has been a right. physical product um, platform. Okay. We are seeing a break away from that into digital. The caveat to that is that the digital can be a little bit more complex. Uh, and I'd, I'd really advise if you're approaching digital subscriptions to engage with experts like you know Electric Eye to really work with you on that because there's a lot of uh, nuances and um, caveats that need parts. to be considered. Gotcha. Okay. I actually... With all these examples you brought up, it's actually something that I want to challenge our listeners to go do. So go look at every single subscription. You know, not all of them, but go look at a few of them. And you'll notice that all of them are vastly different. And anytime that we engage a, a project with a client to help them with their subscription model, they haven't thought it all the way through. And I like want to be blunt here. It's like they'll they'll be like, "Yeah, I want subscriptions. Like I want like this this product. We're gonna have a subscription thing to it." And we're like, "All right, cool. So is it free shipping on the first order? What about the second? What about all the concurrent orders? Like, how's the discounts work? How you got? There, there's so much to consider and so much to figure out and think about." It's, it's its own little business. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that, Chase. It, it's very rare you have an out-of-the-box cookie-cutter solution, particularly when you get into a, a, any period of scale or enterprise-level merchant base. So is that something that Recharge would walk the customer through when, when they install the app? Or would they need to get uh, you know, a, 
like an electric guy to help them out with that? How out of the box is it easy for someone to set up? I mean, it's, it's very simple to get set up. Um, we have our support team. We have webinars to guide through okay. kind of a basic installation. Okay. But it's more when you get into this sort of idea of, you know, uh, as, as Chase mentioned, how do we dig into incentivized flows? Uh, not necessarily negative purchase funnels, but um, anything that's a little bit out of the ordinary. That's what I would say, either work with our team to consult and work on what the solution ought to look like, and then definitely work with experts to actually get that implemented in a successful fashion. Support for our podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand, US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. No hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash honest. And then what's the fee for, for recharge? Is it a one-time fee or is it monthly? We're, we're a monthly fee um, and that's variable depending upon the monthly occurring revenue you push through the platform. Uh, and that varies then depending upon scale. So um, yeah, our, our default fee is $40 a month and a 1% processing fee. Uh, but at, at scale, that does vary. So I'd say at that point, just ping the team and we can give you a guidance on what the fee would be there. Great. Wow, that's really affordable though to, to get into the game if you want to give it a try. Yeah, and you know, really, we only start charging you when you become a successful subscription <laughs> business. So it's kind of a win-win on both sides. Right. I think that's a low, you know, that's a low risk for people if they're in if they're on the fence about trying it and it's kind of already built there. I think if, if they're on the fence, definitely just go for it with that price. Yeah, and we do have a 60-day free trial. So again, you have two months to see if it's working and valid for your business or try and optimize it in that two-month window. There's always that available as well. Oh, that's great. How are you seeing uh, these businesses leverage other uh, technologies with these subscription models and, and you know, especially with marketing? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And again, we've been approaching this in a very similar fashion to Shopify in that you know, we, weren't, we don't want to be experts in, in every single field. Uh, we've got our core thing, which is subscription billing. So we've spent a lot of time, particularly the last 18, 24 months, identifying which technologies people are using, why they are, and where we can organically connect with them. And so there's, a, there's at least you know, two or three that I'd say are really prominent in my mind. First is Klaviyo, which you've not heard of them, is a, is a great uh, you know, marketing solution. We've seen that being used to great success with Recharge and, again, time back to conversational commerce, making sure the right content is going to the right people at the right time. And uh, I was looking to go to their conference uh, late last year uh, and seeing the merchants in, in that conference, it's very much almost a, a cult-like <laughs> engagement with, with the platform. The, they really do see this huge impact on their, their personal brands. Uh, and a lot of them credit the entire success of the business down to the impact Flavius had. So I'd highly recommend taking a look at their solution, particularly if you're using Recharge as well. Um, and another great tool that we've seen, and this is quite idiosyncratic to recharge in that you know, we have our own checkout environment, but is really making sure that your data is uh, you know, um, 
consolidated across both one-time purchase and recurring. And you've got the same visibility in, into your Google Analytics. So with that, uh, a tool we, we very much uh, are a proponent of is Little Data. And they're great, particularly in the recharge standpoint, in making sure that you can really genuinely attribute LTV back from certain campaigns, tying in things at like your cohort analyses to make sure that you're really putting in the cash to your marketing and your efforts there appropriately and effectively. So really would suggest looking at those guys. And then moving beyond that, just kind of going into the day-to-day of the business, there's some brand new tools out there. Well, I say brand new, relatively new tools out there in the support space. One in particular is, is Gorgeous. Kind of a strange spelling, G-O-G-I-A-S. They're a great support desk built for e-com. Shopify is one of their biggest integrations. Uh, and with us, it's also tying in that ability to handle support requests for both your general e-com, but also with subscription all from the same place. So really removing the, the time drains on the team internally. I, I have a question about how the subscriptions start showing up in, you know, in the back end of Shopify. If I were to fire up a subscription model and I just... I know it's different. Maybe some things are shipping out daily or maybe it's just a once a month drop. Is, does all that stuff just suddenly populate in your Shopify orders? Or do you prompt... Are you prompting the, the store owner ahead of time? What, what kind of reporting? Like, How does that change... Uh, shipping, order fulfillment, things of that nature. And I know sure, that I, I know that's a large question, but I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> if I if I fire up the subscription, do I see it in my sales? And then I, you know, then does it reoccur again to ship it out? You know, I'm kind of just like, wow, I I can't really put wrap my head around how that starts to you know uh, populate in the back end and then have to you know fulfill those orders. Sure, I mean, I mean very short answer is yes, all of the above, but. To give you a little bit more context, we do have a very deep integration with Shopify. So yes, if someone goes through the checkout for, for recharge, we'll generate a customer record for them in Shopify. And then also generate a order in this Shopify fulfillment queue, the same as a one-time purchase. Uh, and then all the subsequent logic about when and how a customer is billed, we'll handle that. We'll also handle things like dunning. So in the event of a failed transaction, we will automate what we can to recapture that payment. Okay. And whenever we can, um, we have captured that payment, we'll push orders into Shopify. So your fulfillment queues, they're all the same. Notifications, all that communication channel handled by Recharge as well. Customizable, so we brought on brand. But it's really a hands-off experience. Um, once something's set up, customers go through. Um, the only interaction from the merchant standpoint is in the event of a support request or maybe intervening if there's been an issue with someone's payment, for example. Okay. And then there's reporting for us as far as um, being able to make sure that our inventory is stocked in time for that subscription you know, that needs to be fulfilled the, the next month. Are those, are those really ro- robust reports that you, that you can get in Shopify for your subscription? They, they are, yes. Yeah. So okay. I mean, we have tools around respecting Shopify inventory. And then yes, we also have things like upcoming order reports, which you can pull ahead of time. Make sure that you're pre-gaming your inventory and there's, there's no issues of suddenly, oh, I have a thousand people tomorrow ordering this one product and it's not available. So <laughs> right. yeah, we definitely try and make sure that uh, that scenario doesn't happen. Yeah, that kind of goes along with like Chase saying customers, you know, say, I want to start a subscription. And then all of a sudden I just went into like, yeah, that's a great idea. But then I started thinking about inventory and fulfillment of like, wait a second, that's a whole... N-. Like like Chase said, it's almost like a sub-business 
of your current business to make sure you're managing that properly. Yeah. Are you shipping all of your orders out on the same day, on the day that they originally placed their order? Are you, and also with billing, like how are you doing billing? It's so much stuff. Cool. Okay. Well, I have a lot to think about. Oh yeah, you do. Annette, Annette, Annette was like, I'm going to start a subscription Yeah, I was t-shirt. like, I'm launching it today. Let's do it. I'm signing up, but I'm going to pause and think think that one through a little bit. Oh, you'll, it'll be fine. So outside of uh, subscription, I mean, you're in, the, you're in the e-commerce space every day. I mean, what are, what are some tips and tricks that you picked up along the way that you'd want to share with our audience? Sure. Well, one thing I just have to definitely say with Shopify merchants is make sure you're on top of your integrations game. Um, <clears throat> there's plenty of people out there every day launching out new apps, new platforms that are really all there to optimize your business. And so and we've seen merchants migrating over from different platforms um, and they come through with a particular set of requirements, which when you really dig in and say, you know, half of these you can just completely automate or be hands off with through tools like, you know, for Klaviyo, for example, or just little data. Uh, to reference the ones I mentioned earlier. So I'd say, A, make sure that you actually have installed all the ones that make sense for you. But also keep a finger on the pulse. Make sure as they're launching out new release, new integration, other tooling, that you're always rethinking. I'm always doing an audit, I'd say, every at least every six months of your tech stack to make sure that, A, it's optimal for what you're doing, and B, all those pieces are talking to each other in the best way. Yeah, I feel like every app is actively... Working on, especially the top players. Uh, I'm a, I'm definitely a Clavio evangelist over here. It's one of my favorite. Uh, but they, all of them are more and more creating integrations between each other, so that mm-hmm. they work together, share data, and you can create flows and create incentives and create just. It's usually on the marketing side or anything really, but they that they're actually talking together. And if you set it up once and that wasn't there. First time, you got to make sure you're going back in there, checking out the new stuff that gets added every couple of months. Absolutely. And I'd say with that as well, you know, think about why you're on Shopify and not on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And this is something our CEO, Sheen, talks to about a lot is this idea of commoditization versus rich experience. You know, if you're selling through Amazon, you have you know, a very limited way of communicating with your customers or a limited way of showcasing product. With Shopify, you can start to build out a richer experience, more as though you're almost in store. How do you have that narrative? How do you engage with your customers beyond just raw, basic PDPs? How do you communicate them after purchase? There's so many opportunities there to have a better experience between the merchant and the subscriber or just general consumer. Uh, So just leverage Shopify. Make sure it's not just there as a standalone Amazon clone, as it were. Absolutely. I mean, I think Amazon... Definitely brings technology to the game. They're they're actively just doing crazy cool stuff in the space. But you know their their margin is they're doing so much business that they they can like they can do the slimmest margin. So you got to have the better experience with your brand and really incentivize and captivate and wow and your customer experience better be top notch if you want to compete on ecom these days. Build a community. That's what you need to do there. Also. Rob, Rob, do you have do you want to point our listeners to to where they can find you and where they can find Recharge? Um, so the easiest way to find us is at rechargepayments.com. From there, there's a big call to action. Get your free trial, which will direct you off to the Shopify App Store where you'll download. So yeah, and if you have any questions, you know, our support team is always available. Support at rechargepayments.com. Or if you'd like to grab me directly, I'm available at rob at rechargepayments.com as well. 
Well, we're so thankful that you came on the show today. Uh, I know I'm excited to, to check out the brands that you spoke about and kind of has my wheels spinning about what a potential subscription is kind of for, for my community. So thanks for being on the show and hopefully we'll talk to you again um, once I have my subscription up and running. Fantastic. Well, Annette, Chase, really appreciate the time today. It's been great chatting with you both. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing the truth. Links and more will be available in the show notes. If you found any actionable advice in this podcast that you'd like to apply to your business, please reach out at electriceye.io slash connect. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice.